More than 24 hours after a fatal plane crash that killed, that Russia says killed, Wagner leader and founder Yevgeny Prigozhin, President Putin has described him as, quote, a man of difficult fate. President Putin also described him as talented, the man who two months ago attempted a mutiny against Russia's military leadership. Russian authorities say all 10 people on board the plane were in fact killed in the crash with Prigozhin's name among those on the passenger list. Here is President Putin from just a few moments ago. First of all, I want to express my sincere condolences to the families of all the victims. This is always a tragedy. Indeed, if they were there, it seems preliminary information suggests that Wagner Group employees were also on board. Meanwhile, U.S. President Joe Biden weighed in on whether Putin himself may be behind the crash. Meantime, Ukraine's President Zelensky says, look, Ukraine had nothing to do with it. Of course, Russia says the cause of the crash is unknown, and no evidence so far has been presented that points to the involvement of the Kremlin. Meantime, Ukrainian forces on the ground have carried out one of Kyiv's most audacious and ambitious opera operations to date with a pre-dawn raid against Russian military facilities on the Crimean Peninsula. They say at least 30 Russians were killed. We want to update all of this now, especially on the speculation around the potential death, what now the Kremlin has confirmed is the death of the Wagner chief. Arkady Ostrovsky is a Russia editor for The Economist. He joins us now from London and with us from Paris, Roger Cohen of The New York Times. And I thank you both for joining us, especially as we have these late breaking uh, developments. Arkady, first to you uh, for your reaction, especially given Putin's comments just now. You know, it's as if the Russian president knows even in death he had to show reverence and respect for Prigozhin. Yes, it is quite extraordinary. Uh, and I think in my mind, it just reaffirms what has been suspicion all along. This is very much kind of Putin's mafia tactics. If you remember the opening scenes of Godfather, uh, where the scene of a wedding coincides with the shooting of one of the rivals. Uh, this is very similar in some ways. You know, Putin was uh, at a concert in Kursk hailing Soviet victory over the Nazis and uh, hailing Russian army while Prigozhin uh, and his man were brought down. Uh, we don't know exactly how, whether it was a bomb uh, on board, whether it was shot down, whether it was something else. but. Um, very few people put it this way. Very few people in Russia uh, would believe this was anything but uh, revenge for Putin's, uh, for Prigozhin's mutiny. Um, and so Putin, in acknowledging uh, that he knew Prigozhin, it's kind of a, um, you know, deniable plausibility, which is something, or plausible denial, which is what Putin has been doing all along. Uh, I think it only reaffirms that sense that uh, the Kremlin was involved. Yeah, in fact, almost as if he was saying, right, that uh, Prigozhin forced his hand. Uh, Roger Cohen, I mean, your thoughts, especially you, as you recently traveled to Russia. Would Russians be expecting something like this uh, in terms of what happened to Prigozhin and then Putin's reaction to it? Well, Paula, I don't think many Russians would be surprised. Uh, two months ago, when the mutiny happened, uh, President Putin said his response would be, quote, brutal. And his response has, in the end, been brutal. He allowed a little bit of time to elapse. 
But we know enough of President Putin and the way he acts and the way he treats his enemies at this point, I think, to be entirely unsurprised uh, by what has happened. Uh, he said that Mr. Prigozhin, in his remarks a few minutes ago, that Mr. Prigozhin had had a complicated life. The response is really uncomplicated, in my view. If you go back to Anna Politovskaya in uh, 2006, who'd written things about the war in Chechnya that were unacceptable to Putin, or to Boris Nemtsov in 2015, um, attempted poisoning of Navalny. Um, if you go beyond a certain point with uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, he may well kill you. And Prigozhin uh, certainly uh, led, in fact, on that kind of uh, very, very dramatic plot line. Uh, Roger, just to stay with you for a moment, as you have just traveled to Russia, um, you know, you, you described this nationalist lurch into an unprovoked war. I'm curious to get your thoughts of what Russians will think, given, you know, you say you're, in your report that their approach towards the war and everything that's gone on in the last year and a half has been punctuated by a lot of ambivalence. Yeah, there is ambivalence. Uh, the older Russians are very enthusiastic about the war and venerate uh, President Putin, but there's a younger generation that thinks differently, and one million plus of them have voted with their feet and left Russia uh, since the war began. I think one of the issues for President Putin with Prigozhin was that he had developed a certain national following, and his descriptions often foul-mouthed of the war as a fiasco, even accusing Defense Minister Shoigu of, quote, genocide. Uh, his denial toward the end that, in fact, there was any kind of Nazi or fascist threat from Ukraine. This was, I think, especially with Russia being now, what, six months, seven months, from a presidential election, which in many ways is a farce of an election. We know what the outcome will be. But if there was anybody who could have made waves uh, in the coming months had he been alive, I think it's probably Prigozhin, because by saying again and again that the elites in Moscow and Petersburg were just leading the good life while grunts were going to Ukraine to die, and die for what, uh, he did strike a chord in Russia. In fact, it did cut to the bone, right, in terms of what you heard uh, from many yeah. people in Russia. Arkady, to, to you now, do you believe definitively, given all that's going on in the last two months, that this strengthens Putin's hold on power, especially now that Prigozhin has died in this way? Well, it consolidates the image of Putin as, as a strong man. But I actually disagree with a couple of things that, that Roger said. I think, you know, one, we have to be careful not to put uh, Prigozhin quite in the set, you know, not you know not at all in the same category as as Nimtsov's uh, or Navalny. Um, let us not forget that Prigozhin uh, was a murderer. Uh, he was, he committed horrendous crimes against humanity. He, in fact, in some ways, uh, uh, fell victim to his own um, sort of success, if you like, in promoting uh, total reliance um, not violence. Uh, and uh, play without any rules. And in that sense, he was very much part of Putin's 
uh, was the flesh and blood of Putin's system. And Putin has relied from the very beginning of his presidency on informal connections, on the paramilitaries, on the hybrid tactics, rather than on, on the institutions of the state. And Prigozhin acted for a long time with impunity, wielding this extraordinary uncontrolled violence, uh, thinking that for as long as he's violent, you know, he is going to be successful. I think it's gone into his head. He then decided to uh, use violence to challenge uh, Putin himself and Shoigu, uh, the Minister of Defense, and Valery Gerasimov. So the controlled, uh, from Putin's point of view, controlled conflict spilled, uh, spinned into something which was uh, uncontrollable in itself. Um, so, you know, Prigozhin, uh, in a sense, uh, is another sign that Russia is uh, deteriorating as a state. It's a degradation of, of a regular state. And that doesn't contradict the fact that it also strengthened Putin, can strengthen Putin personally, uh, because the elites, when Prigozhin was allowed to walk away from having let the mutiny and some deal, uh, although we don't know the details of that deal, was struck uh, with the intimidation from Alexander Lukashenko, uh, another dictator uh, in neighboring Belarus, uh, the elite kind of raised its eyebrows, like, you know, where is this strong man and how come mm -hmm. Putin didn't see this coming? So this will re reassert Putin as, 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 a, uh, as a strong man, but it will also, I think more importantly, in terms of the war effort, reasserts uh, Shoigu, the Minister of Defense, and Gerasimov, the commander of the Russian armed forces, as the top dogs, because Prigozhin was attacking them very, very vehemently.